Hey everyone, welcome back to the Orange Shoe Podcast and the next episode of Ask Your Trainer. Today, I sit down with Jess, Sean, and Kelly as they answer questions submitted by their clients at Orange Shoe Wanakee. Before we get into this next episode, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Is your nutrition preventing you from reaching your goals? Do you enjoy eating healthy, but don't enjoy or have the time for all the prep work? If so, then I highly recommend checking out Lean Feast. Lean Feast is the premier meal prep service in the medicine area. They take out all the guesswork and provide you with quick, healthy meals on your schedule. The best part, you get to choose what goes into your meal and how many you purchase. Let's say you struggle with eating healthy lunches during the work week. Then you could go there, purchase five lunches, and eliminate that struggle. The meals take three minutes to warm up via microwave or stovetop, and then they are ready to eat. Season with your favorite spices to add your own little flair. Gone are the days of running to the drive-thru or skipping meals altogether because you failed to plan. Head over to Lean Feast today and use promo code OSPODCAST for 10% off every order. You will not regret this decision. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ownership Podcast. We are starting our second segment of Ask Your Trainer, and I am live right now at Orange Shoe Wanakee with Kelly, Sean, and Jess. So say hi, guys. Hello. 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 <laughs> so we've been laughing, reading the questions beforehand, and trying to come up with like fun answers, but also real answers. Um, so we're going to have a good little balance of both. You're going to get the fun, but you're also going to get like the healthy way of looking at some of the answers as well. So. Callie's going to start us off. She drew question number one. And what is question number one? Yes. So I have question number one. And the question is, what is the best slash safest pig out food? And then in parentheses, it says, is there any, is there anything? Like, is this even a thing? Or is there a, a safe pig out food? And um, this is, this is an interesting question. There's a lot of different caveats to this question. Um, so I would say, so if I saw this question 15 years ago, um, I would answer it obviously very differently. Like probably 15 years ago, um, I feel like everyone has kind of like their own like diet journeys or, or and I don't even want to say diet journey. It's just like a, a health food journey. You're getting to a point where you have a better relationship with food. 15 years ago, I did not have a good relationship with food. I very much labeled food as this is a good food, this is a bad food, um, this is a food I can just gorge myself on, this is a food I shouldn't gorge myself on. And it very much was, I had an all or nothing principle. Um, so if there was a quote unquote bad food, um, I'd have to eat all of it. So it was like out of the kitchen and I couldn't, and it wasn't going to taunt me anymore. So um, that all is to say is that if I was answering this question 15 years ago, um, I would say like, no, there, you know, a pig out food, there isn't a safe pig out food, like you really have to like um, restrict and, and all that stuff. And now I don't even look at food as, as a safe food or a bad food or anything like that. I try to focus in on whatever it is I'm eating I'm enjoying it completely. I'm checking in on my body to see like, am I still hungry? Am I not hungry? I'm trying not to eat past my, my hunger cues where I don't like going to bed feeling like, oh my gosh, I ate way too much and I can't sleep and my belly hurts. And I just love to enjoy whatever it is I have on my plate. Eat until that point where I feel satiated and satisfied and good. 
and then that's that. So that's a long answer, but I'd love to hear if there's anybody else who has a different, kind of a little bit of a different point of view. Well, or if you're going to eat something, what are you eating, Kelly? Like, what is it? What is that traditional pickout food or that non-healthy food that, like, your go-to? Like, if you're sitting on the couch, you've had a rough week, what is it that you crave? Chocolate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and is it good or is it bad? There is no good or bad. It's yeah. chocolate. If it makes you happy, then that's the right food you need to be eating at the moment, mm -hmm. right? It's... There's no like good or bad. It's just how is it going to make you feel moving forward? Um, Sean. Uh, pizza and ice cream. Mm -hmm. Aldi's <laughs> mega meat pizza and some Ben and Jerry's, either fish food or American dream. All about it. But also with that, and kind of adding to what Cal Kelly said, it's like, look, maybe if you know that you're going to a, a party later on, or if you're like, shoot, I really want to have ice cream, like, okay, that's a little bit more calories. Maybe I eat a little bit less for lunch. And like, it's just kind of balancing those things out because, yeah, you can have pizza and ice cream for dinner, but that means that you don't have pizza and ice cream for breakfast, too. You mm -hmm. choose it wisely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jess? Um, it's kind of like interesting to see everyone's perspective. For me, because I am gluten-free and the whole celiac like part of it, um, it already gives me a lot of restrictions. So when I eat, I don't really tend to restrict myself. If I'm craving something, I'll go for it um, because, yeah, sometimes you just got to go for it. But... Um, I love burgers and fries. Like, if we're ever fighting, and you give me a burger and fry, we're, we'll be good. That's your makeup food. <laughs> That's my makeup food, y'all. But it. if there is a safe choice, right? And so, if we're gonna answer this question, like, what's safer than another thing, or what does even safer mean? Like, it's not like it's gonna hurt you or kill you. Um, but you know, obviously, sticking to like fruits and veggies. Like, if you're gonna like want to pick out on something, eat a whole watermelon. Obviously, that's going to be better than eating a whole gallon of ice cream, right? So there are, like, the safer foods, the safer pickout foods, the less processed foods, the things like that. So, like, if you are craving something and you know you're in that mood of, like, whatever I'm just going to start eating, I'm going to, like, eat a lot of it, and you want to make sure that you're not going to, like, regret that decision later, well, then just pick something that obviously is lower in calories, like, it's a fruit, it's a vegetable, something that you almost really can't overeat. Um, and you're going to fill yourself up with something that now the next day you're not going to be kicking yourself or being like, why was a moment of weakness? Why did I do that? Now I'm regretting my decision. Um, so, you know, going with the fruits and the, and the veggies and things like that, you're, it's always going to be a good, a good option. Yeah. And I would say also, I feel like we've all been in those situations where you have like a really big craving for brownies or whatever it is and then you try to like go the healthy route and like then they're garbage. um <laughs> make make brownies that are you know not not quite the kind of brownie that you're looking for or you go like um oh, i'm just gonna have like this little tiny square of dark chocolate but i really want a brownie and it doesn't quench that mm -hmm. craving and then you're still craving it the next day and the next day and so it's like sometimes it's like just allow yourself what exactly what it is you're craving um, and you're eating it mindfully and like intuitively and you're not getting past that terrible hunger cue where you're, you know, you ate until you were sick, but you're like, ah, oh, that like finally I was able to quench that craving and now I can move on from that and I don't need to use any more headspace fighting myself on like, I can't eat this. Mm -hmm. So, I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, PSA, stop labeling foods as good or bad. <laughs> there's sometimes foods and there's all the time foods. Like, if you label it as bad, you're going to have a bad, like, 
mental like relationship relationship with that food and it doesn't need to be that way like nothing's bad it's just there are things that you you can eat more of and then there's things you like should eat or eat things you should eat sometimes and then there's things that like you can eat all the time and stop label yeah stop labeling better food better good all right moving on sean (laughs) next question here we go he's drawn out of the bin here for the asmr fans Sean, I got a feeling he's gonna be. A, he'd be a good podcast host too because he yeah. listened to so much podcast. <laughs> How can I avoid the exhaustion of swamp ass Wednesday? Oh, Tamra. <laughs> well, there is no avoiding swamp ass Wednesday. It'll come to you whether you like it or not, Tamra. <laughs> can you explain to us what she means by that? Swamp ass Wednesday became a thing with a uh, client of ours who every Wednesday was usually a little bit more on the conditioning side of things, and she would. Always walk out of there very sweaty, and it became dubbed, I think, by Tom um, as Swamp Pass Wednesday. And yeah, I will say in general, with I'm going to take this a little seriously too. Um, usually, conditioning, like if it's a little bit more conditioning, it'll smoke you, and you'll be tired for the next five minutes. But then you get some bananas at home, or you eat whatever food at home, and like you get a little bit of rest, and you're fine. And that's kind of something to remind yourself of during conditioning is like, yeah, it's going to suck. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. You're going to be breathing heavy and sweating. And then five minutes later, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later when you eat something, whatever, whenever yeah. that is. Yeah, we all have those workouts, too. Like us as trainers, uh, shoot, that sucked. <laughs> yep. But it's still rock. Like, you know, like you're still going to be fine. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more like, times than not, like by the time you actually leave the gym, because usually there's that little bit of buffer time or stretching, you get some water. And by the time you're actually getting in your car, you feel 100 times better. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Right? It's just perspective in the moment. So just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. All right, Jess, <laughs> next question. Oh. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. <laughs> How did Tom and Kelly meet? There's two parts to this question. Okay. And then two, butter, margarine, or oil? If oil, what kind? So we'll start with question number one. Do Sean and Jess, do they know? Do one of you guys know how we met? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I know that, like, you, you guys work to, together. Yeah. Well, I know that That's you went to school with, you were in the same grade as her sister, and then, like, oh. you came home at some point, and you were hanging out so with that them. So that, that all kind of happened after. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Right. So I was, <clears throat> I think I was 26 years old or something, and I had, like, um, I had moved back home to Janesville. I had worked two years at my first training job. Um, I found this program, the certificate program that was going to be a year program that I wanted to do, and I um, was going to pay for it outright, but it was going to basically take all of the money out of my bank account that I had currently. And so I knew that I wasn't going to be able to like pay my rent and everything. So I, during that year of my life, I was like, you know what, I'm going to move back in with my parents um, in Janesville while I do this program and kind of like. Put some more money back into the account while I do so. So in that time period, um, in Janesville, they had just opened up their first CrossFit gym, and CrossFit was something. So this was over ten. This was ten years ago now, um, and yeah. it, CrossFit was something that was really getting really popular, and it was something that I had um, read about, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this sounds great. Like I'm so excited to try it. So when it opened, um, I I joined the gym in the summertime. And I met Tom, and Tom was one of the CrossFit coaches there. And um, I remember, I remember he like came up to me and introduced me, or introduced himself. And I remember thinking, like in that moment, 
I'm, I'm going to date this guy. <laughs> and I remember, like, I remember very specifically, and I don't know why, and it was really crazy because um, I just really never had dated up until that point. So I... Um, guys were just like not really on my radar I like all the guys in college and high school were just just not worth any sort of time and so <laughs> when I had that like when that popped into my mind I was like oh that's an interesting thought like I've not ever thought about <laughs> that by any like and with any other guys so um but you know I was you know Tom was not available at that time he was dating Ooh. another girl and so I and he was so Tom was just kind of my CrossFit coach for almost a year and um, so we just kind of knew each other as client and coach and um, remember remember and coach and and then about a year later we um, he had broken up with his girlfriend and he was free Things that spicy then. yeah oh. and then so and um, so then we went on our first date and then that was that. Yeah. And we've been together ever since. Yeah. So. Suppose that broke the rule, like never date your clients. Um, <laughs> CrossFit's a little different, yeah, though. I was like, it's yeah. less of, like, I have to say, I was like, it's definitely. It's not as intimate. It's not one-on-one. -on -one. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, and Those physical touch cues. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, really how it just took off in old Janesville, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. I was coaching. Um, yeah, and Kelly, I remember the whole time remember thinking like I always knew Kelly liked me oh gosh because <laughs> there were a couple other girls that Kelly would attend they would attend the 5 30 a.m class together and then they would always kind of like hang out in the parking lot and chit chat about whatever you know I was always in coaching and but I could always tell that like I would look out the window at them and then they would like look away and laugh and I was like oh they're talking about me <laughs> and so I just I started catching on and then I reached out to Kelly we started like communicating through Twitter yeah that we each had for like a hot second yeah and I think Kelly had like posted on she used to blog and she like wrote a blog and she like I posted it on her Twitter and I had found it and I read it and like I like messaged her being like hey I read your blog I really liked it and Kelly's like oh my god he read my blog like I was so embarrassed yeah and so yeah and then yeah I'm not gonna you know we could talk this is we could just keep talking about this but a, I like what, it though uh, let's find out more about you guys yeah so yeah that's how we met and uh yeah and fitness has obviously been a huge part of our lives um with, with both of us as trainers you know Kelly was a trainer in Janesville at the same time she was and I was I was a CrossFit coach in Janesville so we both had that in common and so yeah that's kind of how we kind of hit it off so but going into the next question, Jess, you go ahead and start that mm. that question. It's now more of like the um, yeah, the butter, margarine, question. oil. Well, it's kind of layered for me just because I'm a kitchen nerd. I cook a lot. I love to cook. So there's things that I'll use more butter for than oil. But uh, I don't really use margarine um, oils. I do like extra virgin olive oil, coconut oils, avocado oils. Um, Which are like the three butter. big safe ones. Yeah, yeah. Say those, those are, are like the three. three. Like if you're gonna buy an oil, one of those three are the exactly. three that you want to use. Anything yeah. else outside of that, canola oils and grapeseed oils and vegetable oils. Yeah, I don't really like those. They're, they're not that good. Mm -hmm. They're it's more shit than anything. Yeah. Ghee so, yeah. or like clarified yeah, butter. Yeah, ghee's good delicious. too. Fry some eggs it in that. Oh. Mm -hmm. It has like that really rich butter flavor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so delightful. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, like, if you're coming down between those three, just pick one. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. if you're someone who's, like, looking at one of those three as, like, which one's healthier for me or which one am I going to, like, if I eat, I'm going to gain weight or which one should I be eating to lose weight, 
that is so microscopic in the big picture of gaining and losing weight that if you're focusing on that, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Like the oil and yeah, there's a lot of calories per oil and stuff. So if you're drenching shit in oil and you're putting like, uh, you know, half a cup of oil in things or whatever, okay, yeah, maybe paying attention to the quantity of the oil would be important, but um, the um, of, uh, but picking out of those three, like which one to use wouldn't be the issue. Mm-hmm. It might be the quantity. And I think margarine, so margarine is like a little bit like newer on the market. I can't remember when margarine came to be, but it was kind of around the time where people were really concerned about like cholesterol mm-hmm. and fat. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, how do we take out the cholesterol and the saturated fat of butter? Cause that's, you know, from cows. So how do we derive something that doesn't have those fats in it? And so they created margarine, which is a vegetable oil-based concoction that's created. I mean, it's not a real food, essentially. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, it's kind of, it's created. So if you're looking at it from an aspect of, you know, I want to eat less processed and more more clean, then you're going to be looking at, a great quality butter mm-hmm. like a real butter and not that i can't believe it's not butter yeah <laughs> exactly and then a great call a great or a great quality um olive oil mm-hmm. avocado oil or coconut oil so you can you know if you're looking at it in that realm too mm-hmm. but anything more on that guys no did we hit it all right perfect here we go next question oh yes i was waiting for this one <laughs> i'm glad i got it do, do your clients ever pass gas? Not on purpose <laughs> when you're pushing them in a workout. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Because um, who doesn't love like a fart story and like, yep. you know, farts in general are just funny. Um, but yes, like at the end of the day, yes, people fart. Like people fart everywhere all the time. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that video where it was like a thermal imaging video of people standing yes. around on the street and this guy has a thermal imaging camera and you could see the little poofs of air coming out of the back That's of people's hilarious. butts. Okay. And he catches people farting like everywhere in the city, like all over the oh place, right? Like just to kind of like, and so if you guys want, if you're listening to this and you want to watch it, it's hilarious. Type in like thermal imaging farts or something video and you're going to see that and it's great. Um, people fart all the time. So yes, people have farted in their sessions. Um, and a lot of the times if I like, if it's an audible fart and I hear it, just move on. Right. Like there's no point to like, Oh, Hey, you just farted. Ha ha ha. Like little childish, like it happens. Right. Like, and think of the movements that like cause a lot of bracing, like you're deadlifting, you're doing a sit up. That's going to kind of crunching the abdomen, like, you know, core movements, things like that. Like it's just going to happen. Like it is what it is. We're all adults. Is it funny sometimes? Yes. Do they smell sometimes? Yes. <laughs> Will we talk about them later? Yes. Um, and at the end of the day, oh I guess, too, like, do clients fart in sessions? Yes. Does Tom fart in sessions? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you see, if you ever see the trainer kind of, like, walking away from you when you should, they're usually That's kind of, like, happening. around you, they're, like, they're like, like trying oh to be respectful. They're trying to give you some space. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and this this answer is coming from the king of farts. Yeah. I have never met anybody who farts as much as you do, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I was demoing a core movement in Monday night group class one time and then just like farted as I was getting up and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 That, that is not Amazing. that is not something you have to do in this movement today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> With every rep, you need to fart. That's going to count your reps. Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right, Kel, back to you. All right. Yes. Okay, meal prep. How can I get better at it? 
go to the Orangey podcast, and there is a whole episode called Meal Prep 101. Yeah. Start there. Yes. And, and you know, to be honest with you, I, um, so I am, not, and everyone's a little bit different. I am not a person who wants to take hours out of her Sunday to meal prep. And I do know that there are a lot of people out there who do enjoy that. Um, you and I used to do that for our breakfast. And I think when we recorded that episode, we were in still in that where we were yes. like making it every yes. Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And so breakfast typically, you know, a lot of us are at the gym nice and early. And so breakfast is just something that um, obviously I, you know, need to eat, but I don't, I don't like prepping. And so we were taking, we used to take like a good hour out of our Sunday to prep our breakfast. Yeah. And you and I came to the conclusion, I hate doing this. And so Lean Feast was our, we're like, then we're going to go to Lean Feast. Yeah, my time was worth my money. And I can't say that, I cannot say that enough. If you are someone, when, and especially if the person who's asking this question is saying, how can I get better at it? Um, do you want to get better at it? Mm -hmm. Do you want to take the time? Because if you value your time like I did on Sunday I I would much rather fill that hour with going on a walk a bike ride reading a book um so if you're someone who can answer that question say no I don't want to get better at it and I don't want to spend the time to do so then go to lean feast you got to outsource it outsource it and don't worry about it and um because I was like I don't even want to get into the nitty-gritty of you know um picking you know I can get into my whole thing of what I do and um, I meal plan and I make a grocery list and all that stuff, but um, I have never been a fan of meal prepping. So yeah, mm -hmm. how about you guys? Well, I think you don't necessarily need to prep like your whole entire meal. Chances are you can find your vegetables and cook those up pretty quickly. They make frozen bags of vegetables that you can throw in and they're ready in four minutes. So you don't necessarily need to prep a bunch of vegetables. You can usually find some good starches, like rice and stuff is usually pretty easy to cook up. I feel like the big thing that people should focus on if they're going to try and meal prep is just protein. And that's pretty easy. You can throw, get a big package of chicken breast, throw it all on the grill, it's done in 25 minutes. Or the and instant, pot. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. instant pot. Yeah, mm -hmm. or instant pot. And it's like, that's what I would start on is just protein. Make sure you have a good protein, because that's something that it's really hard to get ready in five minutes if you don't already have it. Mm-hmm. I think my experience with meal prep has been kind of different to everyone um, culturally, I think. Um, from my family's background, like being Colombian, meal prepping is not that big of a deal. It's just something that you do on the regular and when and you're used to making big portions to have leftovers and have food for all the people that are coming to, like um, over. Because at the end of the day, people, aunties, uncles, cousins, everybody comes over and talks at the end of the day. Um, so meal prepping for us was just like a normal thing that you would do. Um, but for me today, like the main things to keep in mind for me is just kind of hitting those main like nutritional um, groups like your carb, your vegetables yep. and your protein. That's like the biggest thing for me. Yep. When meal prepping. Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel like if you have a carb, you have a protein, mm -hmm. um, you have a veggie, and then if you have a really good sauce that you like, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there's like, oh, there's a really good like homemade ranch that I love to make, um, or oh gosh, there's so many ones. But like if you have those components, you've got a meal. Mm -hmm. So, so simple, so mm -hmm. easy and like really quick. Yeah, and I'm gonna answer this more for like maybe the person's thinking about how do I like make sure I have good food available for me to eat and it's not necessarily meal prepping, like I'm gonna do everything on Sunday to get ready for the week, but it's more of like, how do I know what to eat for dinner? 
how do I how do I prep that stuff or how do I meal plan and get ready for the week and you know at the end of the day like none of us if if you haven't been doing it for a long time meals are not just going to pop in your head you're not going to be like oh yeah I can like throw this together and this together like get really good at because like at the end of the day like eating healthy and meal prepping can taste really really good mm-hmm. if you're following a recipe but if you're trying to make it yourself and I don't know how many times I've gotten messages from people like hey I meal prepped this week look at my meals and like I want to puke because <laughs> they're like a dry chicken breast and some broccoli <laughs> and some like white rice and I'm like if I had to eat like that and that's what was eating healthy like I wouldn't eat healthy because that's fucking boring mm-hmm. like and, and I would fail and I would be at Culver's and I would be at all the great tasty restaurants all over town because I would never want to eat that way for a long period of time mm-hmm. so yeah. get really good at there's so many bloggers on there like Pinterest is an amazing 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 resource to find recipes on top of recipes and then you start cooking following recipes you cut out waste but then you start to realize that eating with real foods that you prep can taste really really good and you got to start off with giving yourself the time to do that. A lot of us just, we don't think about our week. We show up to Monday and we have no idea at Monday morning what we're going to eat for Monday dinner. That's failure. You just mm-hmm. failed because at the end of the day, you're going to take the easy, the shortcut. So like you got to hash out time. And we talk about this in the Meal Prop 101 podcast that you guys can listen to. But you got to, one, hash out the time. 30 minutes on whatever day you want to do. Open up cookbooks. Buy some cookbooks. Open up Pinterest subscribe to Kelly's Pinterest board. It's amazing. Um, and you got to hash out the time to pick out the recipes that you're going to eat for the week and then create your grocery list, go to the store, buy the stuff. And now you're not going to have any waste because you already know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So you got to take out the time. And I know we all want the perfect world. We all like don't want to put time into anything. Um, but at the end of the day, like if this is truly important to you and you do want to start eating healthier for whatever the reason is, you got to start putting some time into stuff. Like nothing works unless you work. And you got to sometimes put the work in. So who's uh, got the next one? Sean? Oh, this is a good one. How can I control my carb cravings? Mm. So number one, don't. If you want some carbs, eat some carbs. Like, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> carbs are not scary. Breaking news. From an intense workout and you're like, man, I want some whatever it is, eat it. That's fine. Um, but also I would say too, like if you're finding that that's where you go wrong and you're having so many carbs that you're not getting in good fats and good, like Mm -hmm. some, uh, protein, then eat more of the other stuff that you're not getting protein, eat more protein, eat as much protein as you can. Cause you are not going to, it is going to be really hard for you to overeat on steak and chicken breast and pork and that stuff. Yeah, 99% like, of people listening yeah. to this are not getting enough protein in their diet anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, and to it, make sure that you're eating protein and not just meat because yes, that breakfast sausage is meat, but it is not protein. That is majority fat. Processed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's processed crap. Like get a cut of steak. That's actually just meat cut off of a cow. Like that's what you want. Not a bunch of processed stuff. Mm-hmm. and not bacon especially for bacon like the vegetarian and the vegans too like you guys we got to make sure we're getting our protein in that's a huge huge like where a lot of vegetarians and vegans really fall short is their protein intake and um they lose a lot of lean muscle mass um they they you 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 know you lose a lot of weight or whatever but like you lose a lot of lean muscle mass and the only way we preserve muscle mass is by eating protein but in the only way we can gain muscle mass if you guys are coming to the gym and you're working your ass off if we're not eating protein and we're not giving your body the building blocks to actually build muscle you're never going to build it you're just going to be running into the ground all the time um 
I was going to say a lot of times with, you know, with carb cravings, um, I don't know, there's a, like I said, there's a couple different nuances to it. So um, first, there's a couple questions you want to ask yourself with those carb cravings. So when do those carb cravings hit? Mm -hmm. So if is, is it something where, is it hitting like late afternoon? Um, is it hitting after dinner in the evening? Like a lot of times those times um, when you're getting these carb cravings, they're going to let you know that there's maybe a little bit something else going on. So if you're getting those carb cravings kind of late afternoon, a lot of times, so your brain, your brain runs on glucose and the fastest form of glucose is going to be coming in the form, in the form of sugar and carbs. So if you're exhausted and not even like you, you could be physically exhausted, it could be mentally and emotionally exhausted. Um, and you're not giving yourself that time to take a break and take a rest or if you're not sleeping well mm -hmm. those cravings are going to keep making making themselves known because you're there's something else that isn't happening so just kind of take a look at when those carb cravings are happening um also there can be a time if you are you know if you've decided to go super super low carb in your diet because you know you've you know, demonized carbs and you have really dipped down where you're no longer getting the nutrients that you need from carbs. Um, that's also going to be continuing to make a, continuing to make a statement in your days because you're not getting the nutrients that you need. Mm -hmm. So there can be a couple of other things with that too. Mm -hmm. That we And I think most times of. people, when they get carb cravings, most people, the carb craving doesn't come in the form of like you just grab a piece of bread and eat it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's you're looking for the, the cookies, you're looking for the brownies, you're looking for the muffins, you're looking for the the pop tarts, mm -hmm. the things that have readily available like sugar because your body, yeah, like Kelly was saying, like your body wants that energy. Like I'm exhausted right now. Like it's, I didn't I slept four hours last night. I've had meetings all day. It's one o'clock, two o'clock when we all start to feel that like dip in our energy in the day, and our body's like. I need some carbs. Oh, hydration energy. is huge yeah, too. Yeah, hydration. So if you're dehydrated, like, and um, that's another thing, like that late afternoon time or whatnot, really making sure that you, like, when was the last time you drank any water? Um, so making sure that you're staying nice and hydrated. Um, hydration is also going to allow you to like cue into your body better, mm -hmm. so you can really decide like did I have a meal that was well-rounded? So a lot of times if we don't have well-rounded meals, we don't have a carb, protein, and fat at that meal, um, we're gonna not be satiated and we're gonna crave a little bit of something more afterwards too. So like well-rounded meals, hydration, and are you are you rested? Because mm -hmm. carb cravings are gonna keep coming up if those things aren't being hit too. When it comes to carbs, right, we could get a carb, you know, carbs are pretty much in everything. What are some of the good ways that people get carbs like what are the good things for them to eat that are like really healthy carbs and then the things that they need to be staying away from i mean fruit vegetables mm -hmm. um those are like sweet potatoes yeah. rice whenever you're getting like carbs with fiber in them if mm -hmm. it's just straight up sugar that's probably not the best but if it's like carbs with a bunch of fiber in them that's going to slow down the absorption and like fruit has plenty of vitamins and minerals and all that other stuff so trying to get 
stuff that has more than just sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The For processed sure. stuff mm-hmm. like the breads. Yeah. You know, staying away from the breads, staying away from the you know the pop tarts and all the like the candies and the, the lickies and chewies and <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what we call like, like snacks. Did they chewies. call that? Did they call lickies and chewies when you're <laughs> in, the, in the military? Not at Definitely all. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that. So that's what we called like like all the like the finger food snacks that we Back would just in like World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> we would we would go to the gas stations before we'd hit up like um, different training events and stuff and outside of base and we'd be like all right everyone run into quick trip hurry up grab all your grab all your lickies and chewies and get the hell out we got to get to this training event right all right so everyone grab and all this we had a similar we have a similar rule for drill weekend like they're like we don't care we don't count calories on drill weekend it's fatter day all day so (laughs) (laughs) also diet soda if you're really craving something sweet a diet soda is not the end of the world Mm -hmm. it's not gonna Mm -hmm. kill you yeah it's fine Mm -hmm. and it's hey better to have a diet soda than like Oh crap! I just ate a box of Glazers from Quick Trip. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get that caffeine yeah. kick. You get a little bit of sugar, and now yeah, you're not eating mm-hmm. a ton of calories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Perfect. All right. At the end of the day, guys, carbs are not bad. They're not bad for you. They're a macronutrient <laughs> for a reason. This question's hard. Okay, which <laughs> <laughs> which quote from Ben Stiller's character in Dodgeball are you most tempted to use in front of your orange shoe customers? <laughs> I read we it were in talking a book. about this, and I, I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen that movie in, in a long time. And there's a lot of quotes from other people, like in dodgeball. Like, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. But that's not Ben yeah. Stiller. And Ben Stiller. The five Ds of dodgeball. What's that? The five Ds of dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, that's not a Ben Stiller. You know, so there's not yeah. many. But Heavyweights, that's a great movie. And he plays, like, the director of yeah. a fat camp. And he comes up on stage and is, I eat su- success for breakfast with skim milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. The only thing I can think of from Ben Stiller in that movie is when he has a meeting in his office and he has this jock strap that he inflates to make it look like (laughs) and he inflates it and then he like was explaining something and he was like i read it in a book to make him seem really smart like i learned this in a book and he said that a lot so maybe i'll like start explaining to people like yeah i learned this movement because i read it in a book um that's all i can really think about but i know he's probably got some other ones because he's the captain of like the dodgeball team that's like the arch nemesis of the good dudes is that what they're that uh, i remember yeah average joe average joe yeah yeah he's, so. there's a scene where he's reading the dictionary and he goes oh yeah i like to get a mental sweat on too yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe i'll start saying that with my tidbits yeah, yeah so maybe that's i need funny. to do, we need to do some research and then um in the next couple of weeks we could all start sprinkling in some ben Stiller dodgeball quotes into our <laughs> all right next question Oh, okay. If there were a workout um, called the Jess, the Sean, the Tom, or the Kelly, what would it look like and why? And so I think what the client's getting at is they probably have heard us talk about workouts that have like a name to them and it's a specific workout. I know in the CrossFit realm, um, if, you, if you, a lot of people that are listening to this are, are familiar with like Murph, for example, a Memorial Day workout that I feel like everyone kind of knows about now. Um, the workout usually symbolizes and it's always the same. So every time you do Murph, it's always the same workout. And CrossFit has a ton of workouts that have names to them. And they just use them as benchmarks. They're just really easy to remember. So when someone walks up to you and say, hey, like how fast can you do the workout, Cindy? Everyone's like, everyone knows exactly what they're talking about. They can rattle off their time and it's like a benchmark and they utilize it to quickly remember specific like workouts um, that they can like just check their fitness on. And and in the CrossFit world, it's very egotistical and I'm better than you type of um, status. But I think this question would be fun to answer with like us 
answering like what would the tom workout look like mm -hmm. and then like what would the jess workout look mm -hmm. like and we kind of like because mm -hmm. for like when i'm thinking about for you what would the tom workout look like it's gonna have olympic weightlifting in it olympia mm -hmm. so i was like whether it's a clean and jerk or it's a snatch it's gonna have one of those in it <clears throat> um i it's gonna have a muscle up in it whether it's a ring muscle up or I it's haven't a, done them in forever. I though. know, but you love them. Okay. And I was like, so it's going to have a muscle up, whether it's a ring or a bar muscle up. Um, it's going to have burpees in it because you are by far the burpee ninja. Oh I my God, you like them too much. I like, like, I've never seen anyone who like is able to like knock out burpees as fast as you. Um, what, what else? What, like, what, what would you create? I don't know. I like everything. I've been like really big into like kettlebell stuff right now, yeah, like yeah. just messing around with kettlebells and like you know a lot of rotational work and single arm work and stabilization work with kettlebells and just been having fun with that. Just kind of like a mixture. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just would want something that yeah incorporates a full body aspect. That's a little bit of a grind. That it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a little bit of longer workout. You know. I was going to say, is it going to be AMRAP, interval, EMOM? What are you thinking? I, I don't know. I know. We could talk about this all day. I think I could create 20 Tom workouts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tom's 20 or something like that. And they're just benchmark workouts, you know? So I think most of the time it's just like, what do you like doing? And I think that kind of like would create your workout. Yeah. I don't know. Jess, how about you? Jess workout. I honestly, I don't know. I like doing everything too. I don't know. Oh, I keep have running. thinking. I, I was, like you're gonna have running. I was, yeah, I'm going to yep. revert to running. Yep. I think it'd be really cool to coach like a running class with like intervals in it. Yeah. Um, cause I don't run like a 20 minute same pace run. I think that's yep. really boring and we can Ooh, challenge I like that. Like a good running interval. Yeah, yeah. So like intervals in there, maybe some hills, Ooh, you know, I like that. make you, make you hit it a little bit, but love it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I love you guys know I love running. So something along the lines with running. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess it's kind of the same whether I'm having clients do it or if it's something that I like, I think that there's so much benefit to like actually getting good at doing biking for a longer time rowing mm -hmm. for a longer time like and that's something i think we've all says seen the, says the prior iron man for <laughs> yeah. <real. laughs> yeah. you're not that long <laughs> but it's like don't be afraid of a two minute or a four minutes on the on the echo mm -hmm. bike in here like yeah. get used to that oh no a set of 50 burpees that's fine it's gonna take a little longer but that's fine this yeah, I think people are scared yeah. of it. It's like, you shouldn't be scared of it. You just got to know that if it's four minutes, your pace has got to be different, yeah. you know? And so the only reason four minutes on the bike sucks is because you went, you went way too hard. Yeah. You mm -hmm. pushed yourself out of your comfort zone. But if you stay in a conversational pace where if you, you know, someone asks you a question, you can answer it. That four minutes is just going to pass by and you're going to feel great. Yeah. Right? And we're back. And the reason I'm saying that is because my voice just ended. <laughs> I looked down at our podcast recording software and the batteries died. <laughs> um, and I said something amazing, very deep. You, we, I snapped. We had snaps. We had, yeah. like, I think Jess yeah. started crying. <laughs> I am emotional Kelly right started now. actually floating in the air. Like, it was <laughs> very crazy. Um, so here, here's what it was. So I had, you know, we just ended with me talking about, you know, the only reason you get uncomfortable on the bike is because you pace it wrong. Well, and then what I ended up going into after that, that the, <laughs> after the batteries died, was talking about how, like, it's okay to get uncomfortable in our lives. Like, everything in life is very comfy. We get our groceries delivered to us. You know, um, everything has gotten a lot easier with technology. And, you know, we live in these, like, in the, yeah, do we have hardships and things like that? Yes, of course. And yeah, we all have our hardships and we all go through really tough periods of our lives. Um, 
but in general, we live a very, very comfy life. We're, you know, lucky to be, you know, living in America where we can pretty much do anything we want when we want. Mm -hmm. And we have, you know, um, access to, you know, food at all times. We know where our next meal is coming from when we have water and all that stuff. So we live a pretty comfy life. And I think it's really important for us to challenge ourselves and break out of this comfiness every once in a while. Because I think you learn a lot about yourself signing up for a 5K and just doing it, going and doing a, um, you know, a, a tough mutter, um, you know, appreciating the tough workout that Sean's putting you through in the gym or Jess or Kelly. And yeah, it sucks in the moment. You're going to feel better after afterwards, but like you're getting yourself out of your comfort zone and it makes everything else in life seem pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Like, man, if I could do that, what else can I do if I put my mind to it? And so get comfortable every once in a while, get uncomfortable every once in a while, challenge yourself. And if there's been that race or that 5k or that mud run or something, Sign up for it and do it. And don't back out. Just go and do it. And you're going to be so grateful you did because you're going to learn a lot about yourself. I have to say I see, probably you guys do see this too, but I really see a lot of parallels with clients that can put their head down and work really hard in their sessions and the kind of person they are outside mm -hmm. of the gym. Yeah, and how we do one thing is how we do everything. It's so true. Like when, you know, when these clients come in and, you know, if they've had a really long day or whatever it may be, they can kind of be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to compartmentalize. I'm going to, right now, I'm here with you and I'm going to do the best that I can today. And being able to do that, um, they're ridiculously su successful in their life outside of the gym. Mm -hmm. And it's just this amazing, like, character trait when we can just decide, like, I'm going to do the best that I can here. I'm going to challenge myself here in this gym. And being able to decide that you can, that's going to carry over into normal everyday life. Mm -hmm. And um, people who are, when we start to practice being physically strong, it creates a ripple effect and it comes into being mentally and emotionally strong as well. Yeah. And, and Sean, you, you obviously have done Ironmans, which are mental beatdowns. Mm -hmm. Like, so what helped you get through that? Like, and how has, you know, maybe doing Ironmans helped you just be a better person? Like as a, uh, an employee, a husband, Ooh, you know, like this. A, yeah. a, a potential father, like, of like knowing things are going to get rough, but like, Hey, I can do it. Like, how has that helped you? Well, I'll say most of the reason why I did the Ironman was just because my sister was doing it and I was not about to let her beat me at something. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys um, are really competitive? I wouldn't say really competitive, but it was like, shoot, I'm not going to let her beat me. Yeah. She's signing up for an Ironman. I can't have her have that on her record. Yeah. But we are kind of competitive, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, that's an interesting question. I think... I think just in general, realizing that, like, okay, this does not have to be the most insane effort I've ever given. Like, I can just show up. And I think one of the other questions that we might not get to was like, how do you, how do you show up on a bad day when you're not feeling motivated? And it's like, lower your minimum, your minimum work requirement. Don't think that you have to go to the gym and smash yourself. You can, you can show up and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna do my lifting today. I know I might've planned on doing some conditioning, but I'm just gonna do my lifting. And if that is all that you do, cool then you got it in. And even if you go in there and get warmed up and get stretched out afterwards, great, you still got to the gym. But also half the time too, like once you start moving, you're just gonna be able to keep on moving. You show up and you plan on just doing your lifting, but then you're like, hey, that felt pretty good. Like let's do a little bit of rowing or whatever the case might be. So like 
I think just knowing that you can just grind and study, work it out, and you'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Is that what helped you? Or like, for you, what was the hard part? Was like the swim, the run, the bike? Which one were you like, did you get into the deep, dark, like, okay, like, and then what was like those mantras? Like, what did you tell yourself to like keep putting one foot in front of the other or to keep your cadence up on the bike? Like, what was it? So I definitely felt like uh, on the bike was probably the hardest part. Just because it's so long. Like the swim, I How many swimming. It's like over 100 miles, right? 112. Yeah, 112. Um, and the bike is just so long. Your butt starts to hurt, and you're like, man, this is obnoxious. Um, but actually, I think that just literally like bringing awareness to the fact that you have a voice inside your head that's not you, and you can tell that voice to F off. Like, mm -hmm. I was literally at several points telling my voice to, like, dude, shut up. Like, you're just <laughs> annoying. Um, Were you food motivated? Were you thinking about. I can't wait to eat this when I'm done. Because you're like, no. Yeah, really? no. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally most of it was just telling a voice inside my head to like, piss off, dude. Like, mm -hmm. no, I'm going to keep on riding and I'm going to get this done. Like, yeah, it's going to take a while. Yeah, my butt hurts, whatever. Like, and I think that's so true. Like, when you're feeling unmotivated and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this or I want to eat like crap. Like, no, shut up. Get out of here. Like, literally talking to the voice inside your head. Because that voice inside your head isn't you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of us, like, we give in to our voice inside our head way too much. Yeah. We let that voice just completely change our outlook on every single thing we do that day. Yeah. And, like, oh, I'm tired. Well, you're really actually not tired. You're just lethargic, and you need mm -hmm. to just get moving. Like, and you let that affect your work that day. You let it roll into your workout that day. And you, we just, we give in too easily to that little voice inside of our head, you mm -hmm. know. Um, Jess, how about you? Like, what is, like, you know, how has, you know, mm -hmm. maybe something, like, really, really mentally tough that you have gone? through yeah. that you've had to like pursue through that has like now helped you um forward i think one of the biggest things for me was honestly the military um just because i knew i could physically do what they were asking of me it was more of like a mental challenge because a lot of the things that they ask you to do is like stupid shit or you know <laughs> really early in the morning you haven't slept you haven't eaten you just want to like throw your hands up in the air and just give up but like you know the biggest thing there was embracing the suck and just gotta think that everything's momentary like nothing's gonna last forever mm -hmm. um and that kind of really helped me change the perspective on how i go about daily life on things that i don't want to do and just kind of flipping the switch from negativity to positivity um in order to get through something mm -hmm. um or having like little rewards for myself like if i get this done and uh, you know well then i get to go i don't know play soccer or hang out with friends or something like that mm -hmm. um so i mean like the reward system helped me but overall i think what like mainly changed that for me like mentally was the military and going mm -hmm. through like those mental challenges working 12 hour mm -hmm. days and like er when you got like five other people and they're all going crazy and you're going crazy and you got no help so mm -hmm. just put your head down and like you said go mm -hmm. back you know work at it or chip away as you go yeah and i think like with sean jess and myself we've all had the military experience we've all had to go through uh, basic training we've all had to go through you know like jess said like the military makes you do a lot of stupid shit um and yeah, like I think one of the military has completely molded me to who I, who mm -hmm. I am today. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, just like mental toughness. Um, I feel like everybody should go through basic training. Yeah. Like I think that would just change so many people. I um, have to really. say like being a part of this group and being the only civilian in this group, I have like this perspective where I can look at each of you guys and you three by far are the strongest mentally tough people I've ever met. And it, it 
I have to say that it's it's got to be your military backgrounds mm -hmm. because um and you guys just are such hard workers too and it's um yeah it's just so fun to be able to work with you guys mm -hmm. it's yeah, nothing really nothing to Tom's stands your point way. about the workout and like being able to compare something in your life to the workout like for me my time in the Navy, I was not a super big fan of it. And I had a countdown going since 1,063 days away, which is like a little less than three years. So one year into my thing, because I was like, I'm getting out of this. But then now afterwards, it's like nothing in my life will ever be as bad as like while I was in the Navy, because it won't be. And no matter what happens, I'll be like, well, at least I'm not in the Navy. Mm -hmm. But sorry if that's a negative <laughs> thing. But like nothing can compare. And so that's kind of like what Tom was saying. When you're in the middle of a really sucky workout and everything mm -hmm. hurts, like, guess what? When you're doing stuff afterwards, it's like, well, you know what? I feel pretty good. Like, yeah, things aren't going great. But at least I'm not like busting my butt on this stupid us echo bike and Tom's yelling at me or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the military, like there were so many times you got to see so many different personalities when I was in the military because you're obviously with like a hundred guys. Like for me, my instance, like you're at a, I'm on about a hundred guys all from all over the country mm -hmm. that are all coming together and we're all having to like go through the suck together. And that's the whole idea of basic training. The drill sergeants are going to beat you down and then they're going to build you up to be one big fighting force together, all mm -hmm. working as a cohesive team, which, I mean, all those parallels, like everyone can learn so much about leadership and everything mm -hmm. going through that. Um, but it was amazing seeing how many people were different and how they all responded differently to basic training, right? Um, some people wanted to quit. Some people were trying to injure themselves so they could leave. And I was completely different. It, it was confusing to me as why they would want to do that. Uh, and for me, I looked at it as a game and I knew it was going to be a game and I knew we were going to do nothing right. And I knew we were going to do stupid stuff. And I laughed at it and I liked doing push-ups and crawling through the sand pit. I like, I'm just laughing and like, it, it was just like, whatever. I just, my mindset was like, okay, whatever this, it, it, it'll be done. Like we're not going to be in the sand pit all day, but there'd be guys that were getting very, very mad. They would be just getting pissed off and like just breaking down and I just never understood that I never got to it. and I would have to like help talk those guys through it like it's gonna be fine you're gonna be all right like the drill sergeants were bored on a Sunday and we were on the third floor of our barracks building and they made us literally because they were so bored we had nothing to do Sundays typically the day where like it's a little bit more chill and they literally made us carry all our bunk beds down three flights of stairs and literally set up all the bunk beds put our sheets on our bed bring our wall lockers down restock our wall lockers and literally make our third floor looked like that out on the concrete slab out in front of the barracks building. <laughs> Carry everything down. We, it took us like eight hours to do it. Carrying bunk beds down the stairs, taking them apart, taking lockers. And we got it all set. And the drill sergeant's like, come get me when you guys are done. So we go get him. Hey, drill sergeant, we're all done. Come check it out. He looks at it and goes, why the fuck's everybody shit outside? Get it back inside. It's about to rain. <laughs> and he's like, we're like, are you serious? And we had to literally carry everything back upstairs and set it all back up. And it took us another eight hours. And we didn't like to literally get to go to bed. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And then we're waking up at 5 to start Monday. Yeah. Like, now, if that doesn't make you, yeah. like, if, if, you do, if you don't become mentally tough in that situation, you're going to quit. You're yeah. going to want to quit. You're going to yeah. run for the hills. You're going to do whatever it takes to I leave. would sit down and cry. Yeah. And that's what basic is about, being uncomfortable. Like, yeah. three months Getting of just being uncomfortable, uncomfortable the yeah. whole yeah. time yeah. Yeah. and see how you grow from mm -hmm. there. And, Kelly, do you have one last question that I, we can hammer out? I do. You guys are awesome. Um, <laughs> okay, so I've got a fun question, and then, obviously, we've got um, – a little bit more like nutrition-based questions. So, which one do you guys want to go first? This is our la those will be our last two here. 
Assume. Ended on a fun note. Yeah. So okay. Let's do the nutrition so, yeah, yeah. first. Okay. 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 So, um, what is your favorite go-to easy and healthy weeknight dinner? Ooh. Um, you know, for me, I if I don't oh. want to do anything, then I'm gonna go out because I don't have to cook anything. Sure. And I would love to go like to like a forage kitchen. Oh, I love mm-hmm. forage. A forage kitchen, um, a Zupa's mm-hmm. cafe where like you're gonna get a salad with a, a ton of really awesome protein and lentils and veggies and protein. Veggies and protein. Veggies and protein. And um, and then at Forage Kitchen they also offer you a free slice of uh, Madison Delicious sourdough, sourdough bread. <laughs> and they like, would you like a free slice of Madison sourdough bread? Uh, and I'm yes. like, yeah. Like <laughs> I'll take the whole bin, please. Um, so. Talking about the easiest thing possible, like I don't want to cook, I don't want to do anything, which Kelly and I run into, you know, multiple times a month, where we're like, I don't want to do anything tonight when it comes to food. It's 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 forage, it's zupas, it's something quick, yep. grab and go. Yep. Oh, I was just gonna say, like I'll have I have a bunch of chuck roast almost always cooked up and in my fridge that's nice. cut up, mm-hmm. and I'll grab that and a bag of different vegetables and yep. some rice and. If I want to put a sauce on it, cool. If I want to put some seasoning, it's like just protein, vegetables, and some starch if I want. There or some go. carbs, whatever. There you go. Yeah, keep it simple. Um, I think, like, being a Latina, like, there's certain staples that you always have in your kind of what you're eating, um, one being rice. So I think for me or for us at home is some type of, like, a rice dish, like, whether it's, like, um, kind of – like a fried rice, mm-hmm. um, but just like, you know, whether it's more like Colombian ingredients or Asian ingredients, whatever. But I think that's like the biggest one that we always revert to, some type of carb, protein, yeah. and veggie. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I love salads. I love making ginormous salads. Um, Kelly's the queen of salads, and that's like actually known in her family. Yeah. Like, I, every time we have a get-together, Kelly has the Kelly's salad. making the salad. <laughs> So it's usually it's usually a, a gigantic salad and then a protein. And I love chicken thighs. Mm. I love steak. Um, I love making burgers. So something very simple like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Ended in on Last a fun question here. One. Okay. So what is one TV show, movie, song, album, whatever it may be, you would like to take with you to a deserted island? So this would be the only media you would be consuming while you're on your deserted island. What can so you only you... get one CD or one song? Or one... Yes, yes. So like one like album, one movie, Ooh. one TV series. Okay. I'm going with the TV series because yeah. you got longevity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got longevity. A movie, you're going to watch it and exactly. be like, I'm throwing it actually in the ocean because yeah. I don't want to look right. at it yeah. anymore. Too much. Okay. I'm going like The Office. Yeah, Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say The Office. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You yeah. know, it's something so that it's, it's, it's long, it's hilarious. It's funny. You're, yeah. you, usually if you're going to be stuck on a deserted island, you're probably not that happy. Right. Like exactly. you're like, oh my God, like I'm freaking out. Usually like this happens all the time. Yeah. You're, you know, you're fighting for your food. You're making shelter you're wondering if you're going to be you know saved all that stuff and so you're going to need something to take you out of that like yeah. mindset um to help you maybe like get through the suck and get on to the next day and the office would be totally yep. for yeah. that would be that would do it for me i'm so yeah. sad they took it off netflix that was like I my know. show like all I the time know. sean just to not give the answer of the office or parks and rec i'll say yes. my hero academia Yes. It's anime. It really does make you a nerd, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know it does. <laughs> but anime, an, anime is huge, though. There are so many. I mean, anime's, anime's followership is so much and bigger than crap, I even think I noticed. Except my hero academia. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's all crap. <laughs> I, yeah, I would say The Office is fantastic. Um, I love Parks and Rec. Um, anything lighthearted, 
funny. Um, you can I watch it a million times. Gilmore Girls. I've watched Gilmore Girls season one to season seven a million and times. So have I because <laughs> I, <laughs> it's on at the house. Yes, it is one of those that has like that longevity to it. Um, it's heartwarming. It's funny. Um, yeah, I think I. Yeah, I, I Schitt's agree. Schitt's Creek is really Schitt's funny. Creek's I great. love Schitt's yes. Creek too. Yeah. yeah, it seems like we would all choose something to watch, yeah. nothing yeah. to like listen to. I think because I think from a longevity standpoint, mm-hmm. um, an album you'd be like, I can't listen to this anymore. Mm-hmm. Or there's yeah. albums that like even today that if I listen to that I listened to in the early 2000s. I listen to a couple songs and I'm like, I can't listen to it anymore because yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's been since the early 2000s I've listened to it, but I can't keep listening to it mm-hmm. because I've listened to it so much even mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. So it still even affects me. But yeah. All right. Well, I there like you go. I like the questions. That was yeah. fun. That was yeah. fun. So thank you, everyone, um, that submitted questions for this episode. That was really fun. And thanks, uh, Cal, Sean, and Jess for um, participating. Um, I think that was really good. And I think that's something we um, should do again we in the should, future. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah, when Mer- Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. and the reason Kelly said that is wrong. because Mercury's in retrograde right now. A lot of you probably have no idea what that means, um, but Mercury in retrograde is currently affecting a lot of electronic things. And, technology. Yep, technology. And, um, you know, obviously this podcast, the batteries died in the recording software. Yesterday I recorded a podcast and the couple of the microphones didn't work. So, yeah, we've been running into some technology issues. And, um, and the alarm at the gym has been beeping all week. Yes. <laughs> some of you clients that come early in the morning know that there's an annoying alarm beeping from the mechanical room. So, yeah, there's been some weird stuff going on on our end. So, But thank you guys, everyone, for listening and I'm excited to uh, keep bringing you guys these um, Ask Your Trainer segments. Um, I will be heading to Sun Prairie and I will be heading to um, downtown Orange Shoe location in Madison um, at the end of September and I'm scheduling some with Chicago and the Pewaukee Ooh. Brookfield location here soon. So um, it's got some fun. Let's I think there's those. a really fun. It's good a good way to get to know the teams and have some fun with it. So thank you guys so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. As always, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate every listen that I get. With that being said, if you have any feedback or any questions you would like answered on future episodes, please use the link in the bio above to submit me a quick little voice message you could do right from your phone. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening and have a great rest of your day.